All right. Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today's Tuesday. It's January 25th of 2022. We gave you a heads up that it was going to be really nice yesterday, and then all of a sudden it was going to flip today. Yeah, today's high temps across Arkansas are somewhere in the upper 30s, low 40s. That's the high. So we're back there again. Hopefully you had the chance to enjoy Monday. Do you enjoy Monday? I did. It was a really pretty day. It was nice. Yeah. I liked running my errands. It's so much easier to do life when it, the sun is shining oh for me. Yeah. I had the chance to even do a little bit of a walk. I did a, a workout in the garage. Like, I felt pretty good for a Monday. Nice. You know, part of that's perspective. Hey, we mentioned on the show our buddy Eric Birch. He does our Monday morning motivation, right? And on the air, we were talking to him about, he just uh, moved into a house that has a pool. He believes in like the shock start to your day. Basically, he would jump into the shower in completely cold water. Mm -hmm. And he mentioned that he had a pool and he was going to start the habit of jumping into the pool. I'm like, but Eric, it's January and it's really cold, right? Yeah, he just looked at you like, "Uh, man. Train the brain is what he says. And I have a video of him out there by his pool (laughs) in his shorts. And, you know, yesterday morning it was like low 30s. He jumped right uh-huh. into the pool like a polar plunge. Mm. He's going to do it every single day. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> like he's lost his mind, right? Uh, well, you know. I wonder if he hit his head. <laughs> Train your brain, though, Eric. Man. Uh, no, but it's, I mean, it's crazy because that's extreme dedication. He learned that from some, some author who was like, no, you know, it's all about mind over matter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, if you can just do that and be strong through that, you're training your brain to not allow other things to affect how you feel. I would like to train my brain in other ways that have nothing to do with cold water. Yes. I want to train my brain to go to bed earlier. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Uh, today is plan for vacation day. So I'm sure my wife is oh, on that good. this morning. I ain't telling her. <laughs> She's always ready to leave. Have you noticed that? She's ready to uh-huh. go. Uh, it's also national Irish coffee day today and it's national opposite day. You look nice today. No, you are, but what am I? <laughs> what? It's not Pee Wee Herman Day. Oh, I think it was just opposites that made me think of that. Sorry. That's like a school thing, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Uh, oh, yeah. It's you, opposite day. You look really cute. Oh, thank you. That's opposite day. <laughs> or psych. Right. I remember in school, probably around the time I was doing opposite day and trying to be cool, <laughs> I had this vision. Brandon, I was going. still trying to be cool. I know. I was trying to sell stuff. I thought about that, uh, that this morning. I would buy candy. And because there typically wasn't a lot of candy in school, I think I'm in middle school. Uh-huh. I was selling like individual Jolly Ranchers <laughs> and pieces of gum. Why do I see you with this trench coat on and someone walks up to you and you open it and there's <laughs> all these dividers with all these different kinds of candies. Here you go, ladies and gentlemen. I've got all different kinds of candies. Five cents, 10 cents, 20 cents. That's basically what it was. Yeah. Like I buy a package of something and then you just break it up. Like you get a bag of Jolly Ranchers. You can make some money off of those if they're 25 cents each or you have a stick of gum. Nobody has gum. You want some gum? I got some gum. You got a bag of Skittles. You could sell Skittles individually. Individual Skittles right here. <laughs> hey, I was an entrepreneur at a young age. I can see that. I don't think the teachers thought it was funny. I had like a, you know, like a lot of people would have one of those little boxes. You'd keep like erasers and pencils and pens in. They had little dividers. It's- uh, like a pencil box. Is that what they're mm-hmm. called? Okay. <laughs> it's been a minute since I've been in school. What'd you do with yours? Put my candy in there. Oh. So I could open up my my box and be mm-hmm. like, ooh, what would you like over here? I was I was like a drugstore in middle school. <laughs> anyway, today's opposite day. Uh, we hope you guys have a terrible day. <laughs> 
It's opposite day, right? Yes. <laughs> Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 2012, and David Nail had the number one song in country music on this day. So let it To our listeners in the boot heel of Missouri, David Nails from Kennett Man, representing in country radio with the number one song 10 years ago today. Let it rain, let it pour. If she don't love me anymore, just let it come down on me. Let it come down on me. Every word, let it hurt. Even more than I deserve. First guest ever on our country show. Shout out to the boot heel. What's up, Kenneth? What's up, David Nail? Been here. Uh-uh. Hope you don't hear that. I don't. I do too. Don't tell me. <laughs> it's David Nail. Let it rain. Number one on this day in 2012. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, doing it big on a Tuesday morning. It's January 25th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. All right, gotcha gossip today on Adele. So, congratulations to Adele. That song, Easy On Me, has been number one for 10 weeks. Uh, And even amid the drama, the Las Vegas drama, here's what we're hearing about that. If you haven't followed the story, if you haven't heard it yet, uh, Adele was scheduled to start her Vegas residency last week. People traveled from all over the world, including the UK, to get to Vegas to see Adele. And then she postponed the shows 24 hours before. People were fired up. Uh, a lot of people paid a lot of money. Some tickets were $9,000, $10,000. Some people even paid thirty grand, like through secondhand stuff to go there. She cancels. She blamed COVID, told everybody it was a COVID deal, exposure on her team, and that's the reason they had to cancel. The people behind the scenes are saying that uh, nobody could satisfy Adele, that she was being very difficult. Her demands were big. She wanted huge demands from production. And as she was doing the walkthrough, she wasn't happy with the way the show was going to look. So as opposed to just kind of backing out and saying, hey, we'll get better at this, she canceled all of it. Caesar's Palace, not real happy because they're paying a lot of money to have Adele there. They're paying a lot of money for her to do that show and to bring people in so people go and gamble. That's the reason they do it. And all of a sudden, boom, people are mad when they get there. People are canceling the trips if they weren't already there. So it's a disaster, but maybe it's not everything that Adele said. Some people believe it's uh, that type of behavior that caused all the problems behind the scenes. Got your gossip today on Cardi B. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's up. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up. What is 
up in this stuff with Cardi B. All right. So Cardi B's been in the middle of a two-week trial in Atlanta. So Cardi sued sued YouTuber Tasha K, basically over starting a malicious campaign to hurt her reputation by posting YouTube videos and other internet posts claiming that Cardi B had contracted STDs, among some other unsavory rumors. Well, what's crazy is Cardi has already sued this girl before in 2019 over dozens of videos that contain basically the same stuff, shocking, untrue claims about Cardi. Wow. Well, the girl didn't stop, but ultimately the the jury has sided with Cardi B and decided that Tasha K was liable for defamation, and Cardi was awarded over $1 million in damages. Wow. But the total could end up being more. Proceedings start today to decide whether or not Tasha K will have to pay more for punitive damages and to see if she will also have to pay for Cardi's legal fees. But in addition to defamation, the jury also held Latasha liable for invasion of privacy through portrayal in a false light and intentional infliction of emotional distress. So that's a huge win for Cardi B and also other celebrities uh, because there's people that will do this and it kind of shows them that they can't get away with just saying anything. I'm looking at different things from Tasha K, right? Because I, mm-hmm. I don't, I hadn't heard of Tasha K, but obviously a lot of the money's made off of uh, YouTube and social media. I think she was saying stuff about her marriage and about maybe some jobs she had had uh, before what she does now, and some of the yeah. things were not true. And so um, Cardi uh, basically tried to make her prove everything, and she couldn't. And boom, this girl's net worth is 1.5 million dollars. Tasha K. Wow. So I mean, think about that just, just from the social media. But mm-hmm. if all of a sudden you know, she has to pay Cardi B 1.25. Yeah. Like, boom. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, it's gone. That's crazy right there. All right, got your gossip today on Paris Hilton. Well, get ready. We've been seeing Paris Hilton on Netflix as she was cooking. We've watched her prepare to get married, all the different things that have been happening. And That's hot. Get ready now. She's ready to have babies. Yep, she says having a child is a top priority at this point. She'd like to start with a boy if she could pick, because the boy would be the protector of the family. Mm-hmm. And at the same point, she says she would like to have two or three kids total, so she's fine if she starts with twins. She could name them, um, that's Hot Hilton. That's Hot Hilton right there, and yeah. then if the second one comes in, I'm not sure what the second yeah. one could be. But it's a big story that's out there today. Paris Hilton wants to have babies, wants to have twins. I remember... When uh, when Leslie was pregnant, thinking that I wanted to have twins because my dad and my uncle are twins. My brother and sister Aww. were twins. I just thought it was going to happen where we were going to have twins. Two Kais? Oh, my gosh. No, in hindsight, we would. I mean, it was it's still tough enough raising one. <laughs> oh I can't God. imagine all of a sudden having two. But I know like typically there's different personalities. They don't come out with the same personality. Oof. Right. Yeah. But like my dad, and my uncle had a lot of the same like they enjoyed a lot of the same stuff mm-hmm. and they were identical twins. That is surprising. I mean, y'all could y'all could go ahead and try for a, another child. And if we tried for another child and I had twins at this age, can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine the drama? And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got you gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Sometimes we get spam. Like I get tons of spam, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm subscribed to all kinds of mailing lists I never subscribed to, I don't think. Mm-hmm. And I've tried to unsubscribe, and for whatever reason, you can't unsubscribe, and stuff still keeps coming in. But uh, do you ever go and check your spam folder just to see, like, hey, is there anything in there? Yeah, because every once in a while, you will get something that you're like, oh, wait, I was looking for that. Or you need a receipt or something that was sent to your you know, your junk mail or whatever. 
you know, or I'm looking at my company junk mail right now, nothing in there that I need. There was a woman in Michigan. Her name is Laura Spears, and she went to check her junk mail, and it had been a couple weeks since she had checked it. And she goes in there, and there's a message from the Michigan Lottery, right? And uh, the message says that she won a million bucks. Oh, <laughs> bless it. And it's one of those deals where you're like, there's no way this is true. This uh-huh. seems like spam, you know, and they're trying to get me. Like the other day I went in and I got a message that said that um, my house payment had been made and it was three times more than what my house payment was. I was like, wait a minute. And then it looks legit and yes. it's not. So this woman assumes that this whole deal is uh, is not legit when she gets the letter from the Michigan lottery or the email from it. Uh, but she did remember going in and she bought a lottery ticket online and she thought, well, maybe, maybe I'll log into my account and just make sure. And guess what? Lo and behold, that was a legit email. No. She hit the lottery. She had five numbers right, but she also had the megaplier, which means that tripled the prize. So this woman in her email had a junk, what looked like junk mail that told her that she won $3 million from the Michigan State Lottery, which is crazy. Uh, she was able to go to the headquarters. She was able to get her money. She's all super happy. And she said now that she's going to put uh, the Michigan Lottery on her safe senders list. That way it can always get through and not go to her junk mail. This means... We're going to have to take a lot of time and start going through all of our junk mail, right? Because what if? Just what if yeah. there's something legit in there? And so many of oh. us just toss that stuff or don't look at it. But it's a legit story. Laura Spears of Michigan, congratulations. She is $3 million richer. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. So pretty much everybody in the world has to go to the grocery store, right? Yes. Unless you're super rich and you send your nanny or something like that. Typically. You said your nanny. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually the nanny, though. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I was reading this deal. Like, they were doing a survey, and they were talking to people about the things that drive them crazy about going grocery shopping. And I was like, I wonder if these are relatable things. So I'm going to hand Kelly the bell. You know how this goes. I hand her the bell. Every time something registers in her brain, she rings the bell. Oh. Okay. The top 10 things that drive people crazy about the grocery store. Number one is a long line. You ever go and you're like, I really picked the wrong time to be here. <laughs> I think that, and this might be relatable, I think I picked the wrong line. Oh. It happens every single time to me. Either someone, like, they get declined or someone can't find a price check or whatever, oh. and it takes another 30 minutes to check out because of something else that happened in front of me. I was in a line the other day and there was... Uh, an older woman who, of course, wanted to write a check. Oh. And I'm going, they still do that? Yeah. And then, I guess she waited until the very end to take all of the stuff off of the little turny thing, right? Uh, like she had paid, but then oh. she had to go move all the bags. Like, I'm moving the bags actively as they're checking them. Me too. No, it was at the end. And I'm sitting here like, you know how you're, like, you're ready to go? You almost want to start helping them yourself. Yeah, hurry up. <laughs> Uh, so uh, stores rearranging inventory in the middle of the day drives people crazy. I don't really care about that. They got to do what they got to do. Yeah. Other carts being in the way. Other shoppers invading your personal space. Like you're looking at something and they're reaching around you and stuff <laughs> yes. like that. Uh, slow walkers. Oh, that's, that's tough. I say all the time there's certain days you go to the store and it's like people were dropped off in a spaceship and they've never been there before. Yes. And they're just wandering around with their mouth what? open and their eyes wide open going like, what? what's happening? What is this? What do I need over here? Uh, they say carts that don't move well, like the oh, rickety yeah. carts. Mm-hmm. And I hate that. Mm-hmm. I'll go right back if I know the cart's going to be rickety. Me so, too. 
Uh, they say the uh, unexpected item that shows up and like, wait, how did I get this? Or, or something like that. And then the indecisive shopper who's standing in front of the soups and can't figure out which soup to get. Well, I can't get mad at that person because I do that. Are you indecisive? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm kind of indecisive in the spaghetti area. I'm like, which one do I want? Oh, yeah. Like the spaghetti sauce. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I get different noodles because it changes the game a little bit. You noodles know what I'm change the game. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you can either get spaghetti noodles or like a rigatoni or angel hair pasta. Penne, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. My deal is, though, and you can be aggravated, and yeah, that stuff's aggravating, right? But I'm still the guy, and I know it's much more convenient to just do like grocery pickup a lot of places, right? I don't do that. I still like the adventure of going into the store. Like, I I don't like it because I want to deal with a lot of people because I'll put my hat on and and my mask and stuff like that. But I like being in the store and seeing the new stuff. And you're like, oh, I've I've never seen that. Because if you're just going and you're shopping for stuff that you know you want, you're never going to venture out and try stuff that you don't know about. But here's the thing. I I think that you make a good case. You're pleading a good case. You still like going to the store. Uh, But I think it's because you don't want... You, you don't want any hidden fees. You want to be the person that gets your own stuff because you want to make sure that everything is the right price yes. and everything. And heaven forbid somebody bring it to your car, put it in your car, uh-uh. and, it, and it be a little bit more expensive. Uh-uh. So, uh-uh. yeah, because you're cheap. You uh-uh. won't do it. That's why you love going in. It has nothing to do with <laughs> You hate all that stuff, but you're not going to uh, spend $1 more yes, than you have right. to. You're right. I was going to buy chicken the other day when Leslie and Kai were in Nashville, right? And sometimes the chicken's like 8 bucks, and sometimes they package a heavier amount of chicken in there. And all the chicken was priced over $11 the other day. And I said, you know what? Forget you, chicken. I ain't going to pay $3 more for you. Mock, mock. I don't even need that much chicken. But I wonder if they do that on purpose. Like, is there somebody back there like, hey, if I, if I wrap more chicken, guess what's going to happen? They're going to buy it. That guy's going to freak out. This, this dude guy? right here ain't going to buy it. Uh-uh. If there's no chicken under 11 bucks, I ain't buying chicken. I'm pretty sure everything when you go to the grocery store is a conspiracy against Brandon Baxter. Do you think if you're one of the people who, and I have a friend who does this. I might have to ask. Oh, a friend. Okay. Yeah. And I have a friend at one of the stores that does uh-huh. this. You know how, like, if, if you order it and they have to go pick it up, do you think they pick out, like, which one is the most expensive chicken? Like to make sure they sell the $12 chicken and not the $8 chicken? I'm going to say no, but now if they're listening to you, I guarantee you that person's going to do that to you. Because <clears throat> it doesn't make any difference to them. They don't get paid by the a percentage of what the, what's on the deal. But at the same point, like, you know, if, if I knew that there was a an $8 package of chicken and I got the $12 <laughs> package of chicken, I'm going to be fired up. Hey, let's freak Brandon Baxter out by giving him a $14 package. <laughs> piece of chicken. I want to be fired <laughs> up about that, man. <laughs> I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. Okay, this sounds pretty silly, but also how crazy crazy is it that jails still use technology this old? Get this, okay? okay? A county jail in Tupelo, Mississippi got a fax this month <laughs> that said one of its inmates was up for release. Well, that's how they normally do it, so the fax itself wasn't weird. But they did notice a few irregularities with the request, so they called the courthouse and it came uh, to make sure that it came from somebody that was legit. Well, the people at the courthouse didn't know what they were talking about because they didn't send it. 
So the police did some digging and they realized who did. They figured out that the number the fax came from had been spoofed, so it looked like it came from the court, but it actually came from an inmate's girlfriend. No, no way. <laughs> yes. 28-year-old Stephanie House was arrested uh, and confessed to sending the fake fax to get her boyfriend out of jail. Oh. She's facing fraud charges and they also found drug paraphernalia. Oh. So they tacked on a charge for that too. But anyway, speaking of fax machines, uh-huh. why should you always trust a fax machine? Ooh, gosh, I don't know. Why should you? Because they be straight up spitting facts all the time. <laughs> you didn't like it. <laughs> all right. And there's even more proof spitting that facts. people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, here we are Tuesday morning. You survived Monday. Here's the deal, though. Monday was really pretty. Today is going to be sunny, but temperatures in the upper 30s, low 40s across Arkansas today. So, boom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hope you get out there and freeze. (laughs) Okay. It's opposite day. I'm kidding. It's a joke. It's a joke. Uh, So, Kelly, you told me, I guess you were going out shopping with Kurt. Mm Mm-hmm. Kelly's son, Kurt, is a high school student. He turns 19 on Friday, senior year stuff, and... Kelly's like, oh my gosh, I have to take him shopping. And I told Leslie, because we were talking about it, mm-hmm. I thought you were going later this week. I didn't realize you were going shopping on a Monday. Yes, and because, I mean, you've got, kids got, and he's an athlete, so he's got ball games, and then he's got all kinds of stuff. And it's homecoming week for him, so there's all kinds of stuff going on. So this was basically like the only time we could do it. So why was it you that was going to take him shopping? Does he feel like you're a fashionista and you'd be the person to help him with this? Uh, no, I'm a, I'm a boy mom. I don't do a lot of shopping. I don't, I'm not fashionable for, for boys, but yeah. I think I'm probably a little bit more uh, patient and fun than anyone else in his life. So. And that's what it is. Yeah, surely. But doesn't he have some stepsisters who are like fashionistas? Oh, yeah, Rachel. Rachel's awesome. And she was working. Or uh, she definitely would have been the one. That's my girl right oh, there. Oh, yeah. I'm sure Kurt would have much rather had her go. But anyway, so you took him. Yeah, I took him. He needed you to pay for it. Exa- yeah, exactly. <laughs> he didn't want to have to pay for it. This sucker goes out there and mows yards. Most expensive yard man in Arkansas. <laughs> but here's the thing. like He's been an athlete forever. So, yeah. uh, you know, and, and if you have a son who's an athlete i don't know if he's like mine but it's been under armor adidas and nike literally his whole life yeah. his his most dressy item of clothing is like a nike button up i mean he just doesn't no, yeah. dress up well and unless we're going to uh, and i hate to say it but like you know a funeral or something like right. that kind of dress up either he mm-hmm. hates dressing yep. up like he wants to wear the same stuff that kurt wears all yep. the time which is like shorts or joggers that's and it he's 18 but he's still he hates wearing jeans he doesn't oh, even want to button his jeans. No, yeah. Even, yeah. So it's all. Can he do it though? Because Castell's like, what do I do, Dad? He can. He just doesn't want to. No. Yeah. You know? I get it. But um, so we went and shopped. Uh, he is escorting a uh, senior maid for homecoming on Friday. So we had to uh, to get him the the right uh, outfit. What's the right outfit? What do you wear? Do you wear like a? Is this a suit? There's some no. There's some kids that will wear suits or sports jackets or just just a nice button up with a vest or a nice button up with some some dress pants or something like that. But what was great for me is um, when we got to the store, uh, there was a lady working there that I'm friends with and and Kurt happens to know her. She's an old family friend. And so when I saw her, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is what we're looking for. And man, Deanna was right on it and, and helped us. And she started showing him stuff. And he was there was something about another person showing him stuff that he was better with than me showing him stuff because you know i'd show him stuff and be like 
uh, no, mom. Yeah. But she would show him like the same thing, and he'd be like, oh, yeah, I kind of like it. And I'm Let like, me try I, it. I, I just showed you that. So luckily, Deanna was there. But we ended up getting the outfit, and um, we went with uh, basically his school colors just because he's a senior and he yeah. wanted to kind of whatever. But we got it done. Okay, let's walk through it, okay? Yes. What color of pants? Gray. Gray pants. What color is shirt? It's a it's a red Brooklyn red shirt. Okay. Button up shirt. What and color? Then he has a vest, a gray vest over it. Um, and then he has some dressy black shoes and then like a black belt. And he's oh. going to, you know, fix his hair and have his cute little glasses on. Really cute. So he's going to be set? Yes. The girls are going to be going nuts. It's so hard to shop for him, though, just because of the way he's built. Um, and so it's like, you know, the length. What's wrong with him? Well, he's 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 a shorter guy, but he also has like really good leg muscles and you know rear end muscles, and so rear end muscles. I'm not trying. I think he's in the car right now. He has now. rear end muscles. All you girls at school oh, today, you, you talked to Kurt okay. about his rear end muscles. Brandon, I can't stand. I you. can't. Who says that, Kurt? I'm trying. Does to he work out this. his his? What do you call him? The glutes. The glutes. Yeah, he Is definitely he a big has, squatter? A, has a gluteus maximus. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt Kardashian over there. <laughs> Oh, Brandon, oh, that's he not is good. Senior year, okay. he's been dubbed Kurt Kardashian. <laughs> anyway, but we found him. So thanks to Deanna who helped us out, and uh, you know what? He's happy in it. So like, I'm like, okay, yeah. if he's happy, I'm happy. We got yeah. it done. But man, moms, y'all know how it is going shopping with your <laughs> your teenage son, man. Dude, Kai hates yes. hates shopping. Yeah, like if he knows me, unless you're going shopping, because he knows we try stuff on and all that stuff. He begs to go somewhere else. Right. Like, can you take me somewhere? (laughs) Drop me off somewhere? Because he hates it. Mm -hmm. And I try on everything. Did Kurt try on a lot? He did, but luckily we did get lucky. And there was a couple of things that fit right off the bat. And I was like, oh, thank you. Were you in the clearance section like I go to? Uh, There was a few things I looked at in the clearance section, but but we did look in a couple of other spots. Oh, you did? Yeah. That's stupid. I almost (laughs) bought clearance polos the other day. You should have. One size too small, but they were on clearance. Uh, that's Aren't a legit you used story. To wearing too small stuff. No, I was going with the medium this time. Oh, Can you imagine how tight no. they fit? But they were half off. <laughs> yeah, half off your body too. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning and Kelly Perry. I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Ah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Boy. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for it today. It's Tuesday, January the 25th of 2022. Local birthdays. Local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to my longtime friend, Yolanda Young Merrill, who celebrates her birthday today. Happy birthday, Yolanda. We posted a lot of events together, including many years of the prom fashion show in Northeast Arkansas. So happy birthday to Yolanda, who celebrates today. Also celebrating today, Paige Brown of Truman, 11 years old. Allie Martin is turning 20 today. Uh, Tommy Stone in Leechville is 15. RJ Chappell. 18 years old today. Megan Price is celebrating. Jeremy Tate has a birthday. Jenny Lynn of Jonesboro. We have Vicki Romine celebrating a birthday today. Brent Allen in Searcy. Brian White of Wynn celebrates. And Taylor Harvey in Stuttgart celebrates a birthday today as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday. Happy birthday. birthday.
to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Christina Okwa is 37. That's John, John's assistant, Ashley, on A Million Little Things. Michael Trevino is 37. That's Kyle on Roswell. And let's see. Happy birthday today to Charlie Booley, who is 41. That was Dimitri in the Twilight movies. Oh, can we do some Twilight sounds? Charlie Bully, Dimitri and Twilight turning 41 today. Happy birthday to Michelle McCool, who is 42, WWE superstar, married to The Undertaker, yeah. man. I mean, how cool is that? Yeah. Happy birthday to Andy Cox, who is 66, the guitarist for The Fine Young Cannibals. Andy Cox of the Fine Young Cannibals, 66 years old today. And happy birthday today to Alicia Keys, oh, yeah. who is 41. Come on now. Alicia Keys is turning 41 years old today. See if you remember this Alicia Keys. Happy birthday to Alicia Keys. I love this song, Jason. Keys' birthday today. I want to do one more Alicia Keys because I've realized that, uh, like my friend Tegan Hash, loves one Alicia Keys song. Mm-hmm. Leslie's sister, who is four, loves <laughs> one Alicia Keys song. And I, I assume that a lot of young ladies love this one. Birthday goes out to my good friend Alicia Keys, <laughs> who turns 41 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I doing it big on a Tuesday morning. It is January the 25th, and y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for ya. Good morning, This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. We have Country Music News today on Jordan Davis. This is the almost so close. It's over out of the blues. 
So, first of all, Jordan Davis has announced uh, the continuation of his Buy Dirt tour, which has new dates in April and May. And some of these dates are, are kind of close. There's one destination that maybe you want to travel to, and that's Orlando on April the 14th. Uh, Jordan's playing Dallas on April 22nd, St. Louis on May the 5th, and Kansas City on May the 6th. So if you're a fan of Jordan Davis, and he's awesome, mm-hmm. uh, you can go see him at any of those shows. Find out more if you go to his website. Uh, but also congratulations to Jordan Davis. He has scored his fourth number one hit. Let's run through the number ones, okay? Singles you up, a number one hit. If he ever singles you up, if he's ever stupid, Slow dance in a parking lot, a number one hit. Take it from me, a number one hit. Take it from me if you want a All Jordan Davis. It's my favorite, but you But his most recent number one is his song with Luke Bryan. So congratulations to Jordan Davis on his fourth number one in country music. We have country music news today on Kelsey Ballerini. Yeah, boy, I'm digging what you're doing, yeah, boy. So Kelsey recently performed at the Grand Ole Opry and she she brought a brand new unreleased song with her. So on stage, Kelsey asked fans, hey, I want you to give me some feedback on whether or not I should put this on my next album that I'm currently working on. So she went on to say that this song is about the importance of being grateful for what you have and realizing that comparing yourself to others is not going to make you happy. So the song is really sweet. It's simple and it's really thought provoking. It's called What I Have. Here's Kelsey Ballerini. My neighbor's grass is the hit of the street But that don't mean mine ain't just as green I've been comparing shiny new toys It's just the root of the thief of my joy I know That's just the pony show Cause I got a roof over my I love the message of that. It's called What I Have, the next single from Kelsey Ballerini. All right, we have country music news today on Kid Rock. Okay, I'm done. Uh, but anyway, I've seen Kid Rock in person multiple different times. He's really, really good. Mm-hmm. I went the first time and I wasn't really sure. Like I was kind of like a halfway fan, but I went because it was a radio thing. And when I left, I'm like, no, that dude's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's so, how I was. Uh, Kid Rock has announced his tour, the Bad Reputation Tour. He has multiple dates, kind of close. Uh, Nashville at Bridgestone Arena on May 21st. He's playing Atlanta on June 15th, Dallas June 25th, and St. Louis on August the 20th. So if you want to go there, you can see Kid Rock Live. He's bringing with him Foreigner. It feels like the first time. It feels like the like that sounds like an awesome show. Kid Rock and Foreigner. Kid Rock live and in person. Cowboy Bay. It's the Bad Reputation Tour featuring Kid Rock. I put your picture away Sat down and cried And the great news about that is, man, some of those dates 
like the amphitheater in St. Louis in August, in the middle of summer, outdoors, Kid Rock Live. And we were trying different things, and we were smoking funny things, making love out by the lake to our favorite song. What you drinking? Sipping whiskey out the bottle, Come on. not thinking about tomorrow, singing Sweet Home Alabama all summer long. There you go. Bad Reputation Tour. Singing Sweet Home Alabama awesome. You can find out more if you go to KidRock.com. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, Today in Pop Culture. Uh, today is January 25th. And Today in Pop Culture in 1964, Nike was founded. Now, the original name of the company was the Blue Ribbon Sports. So, there you go. I like Nike better. Nike works, doesn't it? Uh, Today in pop culture, in 1998, we had Spice Girl Victoria Beckham. She got engaged to this hunky soccer player named David Beckham. So, congratulations Mm -hmm. to them. Their engagement was made official back in 1998. And, of course, when you think about the Spice Girls... It's one of the CDs that I remember buying and probably wasn't the most manly CD for me to buy. While other dudes were going in and buying like Metallica and Megadeth and Guns N' Roses and stuff like that, I bought the Spice Girls. Come a little bit closer, I'll admit, I'm a tad bit embarrassed to admit that this morning. More Spice Girls. Here we go. Sing with it. If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. Make it last forever. Friendship never ends. If you want to be my lover, you have got to give. Today in pop culture in 1999, Garth Brooks was number one on the country charts with his album that was called Double Live. Of course, it was recorded live at his shows in the energy of a Garth show. The thunder rose and the lightning strikes. This was on the double album. I bought this too. I always knew I wanted to go to a Garth show based on seeing those concert, those television specials where it was like all the energy and the crowd singing every word. I hope you don't mind, but I had to go back and write a third verse for this song to make it a little oh, yeah. Y'all know the third verse. Well, I guess I was wrong. I, I just, just don't belong. Then I've been there before. You know it, and everything's alright. I'll, I'll just say goodnight and I'll show myself to the door. Huh? And I didn't mean to cause a big scene. Just wait till I finish this glass. Come on now. The sweet little lady, I head back to the bar. What? And you can kiss my ass. 
Love Alive. I mean, that's tough to be right there. Today in pop culture in 2010, Reba was sitting at the top of the charts with this one. Consider me. And today in pop culture in 2019, the country charts were dominated by Luke Combs and his debut studio album called This One's For You. That album featured this. It featured One Number Away. And Luke Combs' debut album also featured this. Today is January the 25th, and that is Today in Pop Culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I heard that line in the song that said, you know, you can always go back to Tennessee. And it made me think about how my family, they traveled to Nashville. Uh, My wife and my son and my mother-in-law went to Nashville to spend time with Lindsay, which is Leslie's sister, and then my three nieces, my brother-in-law Josh. They all went up there. I had to work on Friday and didn't get to make the trip because they wanted to leave without me. Which is kind of how it worked out. Did you notice that? Uh, he, like, peace out. We got to leave. I'm like, hey, I have to work at four today. And they said, oh, we're leaving at noon. <laughs> yeah. I think they were ready to, to to get out. Yeah. So they were excited to go. And they had a great trip. And, you know, my wife comes back. and is like, there's no place like Nashville. I love Nashville. Had all that stuff. And I got the text messages and how much fun they had. And Kai shooting a 22. And, you know, like, uh, Leslie had her hair done by our niece who wants to be a hairstylist. So oh, she allowed yeah. her to do her hair, which can you imagine? Uh, no, that's like, amazing. Claire's 11. Yeah, and and her hair looks good. No, she did a great job. <laughs> but it's one of those things she's kind of, you know, she's kind of uh, has that fascination with. And mm-hmm. she's kind of tried to learn it and watch videos and stuff like that. So uh, that was all great. I knew that uh, the trip wasn't going to feel long enough to them. Mm-hmm. Right? Like they, like they were excited to get home in some ways because all their stuff is at home. But it was kind of like when they were leaving, I'm sure they were looking in the rear view going, oh, gosh, we're leaving. Yeah. But I did think because they were apart from me, away from me on you know Friday and on Saturday and on Sunday and half the day on Monday, I really thought they'd be excited when I got home from work. Yeah. How was it? Well, I was kind of excited to see him, right? I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I haven't seen him in a couple of days. And well, you wanted to, you got us done early so you could yeah. go home early. Mm-hmm. So I walk into the door and uh, I don't see anybody. And then I thought, oh, maybe <laughs> what's happening here? And I'm thinking, well, okay, this is kind of weird that Kai didn't come running downstairs and and all that. I figured he'd be excited. And I go in and I realize that Leslie is laying in the bed with her eyes open, but did not get out of the bed to come and greet me. I'd been I'd been away for days, or she had been, and I'd cleaned the whole house and she couldn't get out of bed, I guess. I don't know. Well, they had gotten up early though, right? Oh yeah, about six. <laughs> I'm like, hey, are you, you going to get up or are you just going to lay? Like, you haven't seen me in days. I'm and making sure I'm not getting any texts. She messages. didn't get up. I, okay. So I'm like, all right, that's good. Take a nap. See you later. And then Kai comes down the stairs. I'm like, oh, he's finally come down. He realizes I'm home and he's come down. He's like, dad, fix the internet. Uh, and I said, what? He's like, dad, the internet's messed up and it's making me mad. So immediately, literally, I get home. My wife is so unimpressed that she's home and that I'm back home that she doesn't even stand up 
And Kai comes down complaining. He was mad. And I had to go get a ladder to climb over the TV and reset the internet. You had to have been doing something wrong, though. Kelly, I just walked in. I was just breathing. And I know that's what guys say. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. But literally, I did not do anything. I know when I do something, and I'll admit it after the fact, like not in the middle of it, be like, hey, maybe that was too much. But yesterday, I was like, I just want to see them. Wow. Evidently, they didn't want to see me. Then I had to hear about, yeah, how Kai likes it better when he leaves. (laughs) Man. Yeah. So, well, uh, I'm going out of town this week (laughs) by myself. Where are you going to go? I'm trying to figure it out. If anybody has any ideas, I'm taking, (laughs) I'm taking ideas at this point. You just want to go somewhere. There's nothing like you being excited to see your family and them not caring (laughs) a thing about seeing you. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. So happy birthday to my brother and sister, Christopher Glenn, Kristen, Nicole. They're celebrating their birthdays today. It's crazy as, uh, you know, you think about your, like your brother and sister, they're twins. I'm thinking, wow, they're 42 today. Oh my gosh. You, know, you always picture like if it's your little brother and little sister, they're going to always be like little and young. Yes. That's crazy to me. I think back to so many of those memories, you know, because if you don't know kind of my story and there's, uh, you know, um, my, anyway, I was born in 77. My dad passed away in December of uh, 79 and my brother and sister were born in January of 1980. Like it was like a month after my dad had passed that they were born. So imagine mm. my mom and she has me who's about to be three. And then all of a sudden my brother and sister twins. And I mean, and she told me before that you and the terror, you were, had like really bad, terrible twos. Thank you. She the, said that you were worst. just absolutely from everything she's researched. You yes. were just really the the worst child there was. I probably was the worst child. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably how it went. But I have these like I'm thinking back on like these memories of going back to our house. Right? You know how it's weird. I've lived in multiple different houses over the years, and there's places I can kind of remember vaguely. But like that house in Plano, I can picture everything mm-hmm. about it. Like I could walk through it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my little room there that my brother and uh, sister had. I think at one point they shared a room, then they had separate rooms. And uh, like when I think of Kristen, you know, she was always very pretty. And uh, she had the pound puppies and the cabbage patch kids and strawberry shortcake and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Barbie dolls and all that, you know, and like the pink power cars and yeah. all that, that stuff was cool. Perfect for you because uh, you didn't have to ask for anything for Christmas. You could just play with Kristen's stuff. Yeah. I mean, I did have pound puppies and I had cabbage patch kids and. I don't know if most boys did that, did they? Uh, my brother had a Cabbage Patch kid, okay, so Jack it's Francis. It's fine then. Yeah, it's fine. It, just, it didn't mean... So I just was playing with that stuff. I had wrestling toys too. Yeah. I did. Yeah, no, I know. No, you're... I Hulk did. Hogan, yeah. I had Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant. Yeah. Uh, my brother though, I think back on my brother, right? And I think if I if I reflect on it, he was younger than me, but he was he was cooler than me. And I think I knew that. So I think there was a little bit of the sibling rivalry, which would seem silly that the the older brother would have that. Well, this this makes a lot of sense, and this is going to uh, really shed light on a lot of things that we've talked about in the last few years. I think about my brother with the four Fs. Can I give you the four Fs? Uh, please. The flat top. Oh, yeah. He had a flat top. Okay. He so had a good one. Spiked right and everything. Oh, yeah. It was a mullet with the flat top. It was good. It was good hair for the time, right? Okay, yeah. It always looked cool. And my mom always had my hair looking kind of foo. Well, she liked to feather yours, I think. Curled bangs and a ducktail and long hair, but it wasn't like my brother's long hair. Yeah. A little bit jealous of that. So he had the one of his four Fs is a flat top. 
The other one of the four Fs was football. Because he oh. played football. I never played anything. Yeah, because you sports. Would, yeah, and you get picked last for teams and stuff. So that was a little bit different. Literally, I would be the last person picked, and whichever team I ended up on, because I had to pick somebody. Like some, you know, somebody had I had to go on some team. You could tell the whole team was disappointed I was on it. See, I would have picked you. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would have. My brother played football, and he won the the championship of his division and all that kind of stuff. And I was jealous because, of course, we had to go watch him play, and everybody bragged on my brother. And here I am, wow. over here chop liver. This is really, we should have talk, talked about this a lot sooner. This look would at, have covered so many things. Look at chop liver over here. Look at, look at little loser. Little loser. The other one of the four Fs of my brother was, he had friends. <laughs> you couldn't be friends with his friends? I tried, but I, they didn't think I was cool. <laughs> None of this is made up. I know you're laughing. I know, but I'm None laughing of this is made because up. I think that I believe you and I know. You should believe me one million percent. <laughs> I had one friend my whole life and his name was Joe. Y'all, and I kind of think he's imaginary. He's not imaginary, but the only reason he was my friend is because he was my next door neighbor. <laughs> he had to be my friend. <laughs> Did you? Were you mean to kids growing up? Heck no, I wasn't mean. I was scared of everyone. Hmm. So my brother had the flat top. The, let me give you the four Fs. Okay, yeah. Flat top, uh-huh. football. He had friends. I didn't have any friends. And he had the females. Oh, oh, here's where oh. it's it's going to get upsetting. Guess what Old B didn't have? Old B didn't have the females. Yeah. Old B was scared of them. Right. Scared to talk to them. Would blush. So Chris wasn't scared of them. He, he had confidence. Hmm. As I reflect on this... <laughs> A lot of things haven't changed in my life. Well, as I reflect on this, as I reflect on you reflecting. Yes. Uh, Will you reflect on my reflection? I'm pretty sure nothing has changed. <laughs> and it all makes sense now, doesn't it? Yes. Anyway, happy birthday to Chris and Kristen, who celebrate their birthday today. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's yeah. Kelly Perry's okay. Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Listen, you don't have to make comments at the first. I can make comments. Okay. Did you know, even though Nevada is most famous for its legalized gambling, it doesn't have a lottery. Lotteries have been illegal in Nevada since the state's constitution was ratified in 1864. Huh. Makes a lot of sense for Nevada, doesn't it? Yeah, that that, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Did you know the CEO of the identity protection firm LifeLock once gave out his social security number in ads to prove how effective the service was? His identity was stolen 13 times and the company was fined 12 million for false advertising. That's not true. Yes. That is not true. Yes. Oh my gosh. And did you know the official birthplace of Kermit the Frog is Leland, Mississippi? Oh, Jim, wrong from Leland, Mississippi. Yes, Jim Henson used to spend time there as a child growing up. It is me, Kermit the Frog here from Leland, Mississippi. I love everyone, and I hope you have a great day, everybody. Thank you for being with us, Kermit the Frog. If you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, I have great news. If you are a wine drinker, if you enjoy wine, there is fantastic news out today. That red wine could help you fight off COVID. Of course. What? I, I, there's just one thing after the other what? about fighting off COVID. No, man. I don't know if the wine researchers are the ones who put this uh-huh. out, the wine producers. Uh, but the story is, uh, is according to a study in the UK, 
people who consumed uh, five or more glasses of red wine a week had a 17% lower risk of getting COVID. Do you think maybe because there's alcohol in their mouth and the alcohol kills all the germs? That could could possibly be it. Probably not. I don't know. They also say that, uh, and one of the things they say is that red wine is high in polyphenol. Polyphenol. Yeah, I knew that. Polyphenol. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, that helps uh, fight off flu and stuff like that as well. They do say, just a heads up, if you're, if you're not a red wine drinker, white wine and champagne can also help, but it only reduces the risk by about 8%, whereas red wine is about 17%. Hmm. Well. Now, let me give you bad news. Oh. Okay? So if you're somebody who enjoys you know, drinking some beer Brandon. or some cider... They say that that type of alcohol, for whatever reason, you're at an increased risk of COVID. Okay, somebody got together against the beer companies. (laughs) No, somebody's making this stuff up. You know, I also read a study. If you listen to Brandon Baxter in the morning, you are less likely (laughs) to get COVID. (laughs) It's a joke. I'm just kidding. But that's how some of these things seem. No, I get it. Yeah. And I'm sitting here going, you know what? I think that's good. I'm going to put that on a shirt. Dr. Spites has agreed that if... <laughs> oh, don't say... Don't lump him in. No. Do don't not lump, lump in an actual real doctor. <laughs> don't do that. Did you hear what he said about you last night? Okay. Yeah, exactly. All right. I'm kidding. Anyway, red, red wine. It could help you with the COVID. Hey. Name the band. It's just the red, red wine song. <laughs> One you make me feel. I don't know. Shaggy. You. You too. You too fans are freaking out on your It's a joke. You be. You be good. Yep, there's the classic hit Red Red Wine by the band You Be Good. Or You Be 40. Oh. Come on now. Brandon Baxter in the morning. A new poll shows that people argue a lot about food. Um, <laughs> I don't think we need a new poll for that, do we? Why are you giggling? Well, I'm giggling because I know a lot of families mm-hmm. and in my own family, I know that there's always fights about food. So automatically I'm going to giggle. And I also know about your family. No. And here's the thing. Like Kelly has had the chance. Kelly and her son, Kurt have had the chance over the last number of months to spend a lot of time with me and my wife and my son, right? Because, again, we all get along and we yeah. all like each other and it's like laughs and we eat and all that kind of stuff. You've seen it. Like <laughs> we – and I told Leslie the other day, I said, we have a dysfunctional relationship with food. No, I get it. And I said that not even to be negative, mm-hmm. but like, you know, so much of our life is what are we going to eat? Where are we going to go? What are we going to buy? Blah, 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 blah. And, and that's, that's like we base so much of what we do around food. When you have that dysfunctional relationship, of course, you're going to want to go eat bad food. Right. And it's a silly stressor, but it always happens because are you going to stay home or go out? Yeah. Well, if you go out, where are you going to go? Well, if you stay home, what are you going to eat? Well, maybe someone doesn't like that. It's just it's and which constant. one's more expensive. Right. It's oh my gosh. Constant. I mean, I could I could cook at home, but it's just as expensive to cook at home or almost as and I have all the stress and the dishes and, and blah, blah, blah. But right. if I go out to the drive through and I spend. $35 and I'm fired up at the drive-thru. It's right. not their fault. I ordered the food. I ordered this. I know. I know. Now, did, did I tell you that I went through a drive-thru the other day um, and I called and it was a person I know who answered. And I'm like, hey, it's me. And I'm going to come in. I want to get this. And it was X because online it showed it was going to be um, like seven ninety nine. And when I got there to pick it up, um, the, my friend said to me, he said, 
that'll be 1245 or whatever oh. it was. It was significantly different. And there was a part of me that wanted to say, stop the press. What was the price on that thing? Because online, you can't trust those online prices. A lot of restaurants have bumped up their prices a little bit. But this one was bumped up a lot. It wasn't just the taxes? I mean, what are they going to tax it? 40%? (laughs) Is there a new food tax? I mean, goodness. Uh, Okay, so the number one things uh, that people argue about with food is, of course, what are you going to eat? That's Mm. the number one thing, Yep. especially if you're going out to eat. We've been in the car before driving around. What do you want? What do you want? Nobody will answer. We'll all put it off on each other, and I've just driven home. If you want to – probably one of the biggest fights I've ever had in my life with my wife was one of those nights where nobody was making a decision, and I just went home, and there was no food at home. (laughs) You want to talk about somebody being fired up? (laughs) She's fired up. Uh, The other big arguments that people have about food is they believe their partner doesn't cook as often as they wish they did. Uh, people didn't follow the recipe, what to cook for dinner, what groceries to buy. Like I literally, I do the grocery shopping, not because I, I love it, but because if my wife goes, she'll spend more money and get less stuff. No, I, it's it's kind of a science and you have to really mm-hmm. be careful when you go. Yeah, she'll come back and be like, I spent 150. I'm like, Leslie, we have nothing for dinner, you know, but we have all the laundry detergent, right. and all those, yep. you know, and. Because we buy laundry detergent and softener and dryer sheets. Maybe you should quit being so disgusting. Mm, Thanks, Kelly. I really appreciate (laughs) that. Brandon Baxter in the morning. You know, sadly, last week we had the passing of Meatloaf. He passed away. Uh, And since that time, people have been going crazy going back into his music library and uh, listening to music, streaming music, and buying the music. And typically we see this after the passing of a, a musician People really dive back in and people go and purchase and eat up the music. Uh, they say on Friday after the news of Meatloaf's passing, his streams rose by 4,650%. Whoa. 4,650% increase on Friday alone. And they go on to say that uh, his album sales jumped by 18,684%. So over 18,000%. Uh, of an increase there with the album sales and individual song sales skyrocketed by almost 34,000%. Wow. So people uh, went hyper crazy with the memories of Meatloaf, who we lost last week. And I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. No, I won't do that. So, to me, that's uh, one of the most famous songs he ever did. But Meatloaf, they're thinking that this week, based on uh, the album sales of the album Bad Out of Hell, which was his debut album in 77, there's a chance that based on the increase in sales, that album from 1977 could be back in the Billboard uh, Top 10, which is really cool news for Meatloaf fans. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and listen to our podcast, uh, you'll find out what it was like when my family returned from Nashville. Mm-hmm. Were they excited to see me? And Kelly, she was joking after we talked about this. She said, nobody's going to believe you that that's the true way this happened. <laughs> because it sounds like it's a bit. It does. But as we always say, we don't do bits uh-uh. here. We tell real life stories. If it sounds like it's a bit, it's because our life feels like a bit. 
Yes. So we talk about that. We also talk about uh, uh, Kelly's son going out. He's shopping for homecoming, and she said that uh, his butt's too big, so he had some trouble with that. <laughs> I did not say that. Brandon? You said his he has... Just stop. It's on the podcast. Uh-huh. You, I'm not making that up either. Okay. You can go and check that out. Uh, also, I think we uncover... One of the reasons I am the way that I am is because uh, of the birth of my brother and sister, where I felt inferior, even though I'm older. <laughs> Today's their birthday. We oh. kind of talk through that. Anyway, it's the Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast, available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? The stand-up special, Aziz Zari, nightclub comedian, is on Netflix. The first season finale of Our Kind of People. And then tonight, Superman and Lois, Naomi, This is us and New Amsterdam. Hope you guys have a great day and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.